This is the Comstock Report Podcast. We are strong advocates for the American family farm and your top source for the agriculture markets. And now, here's your host, David Cruz. This is David Cruz with the Comstock Report. The USDA planted acreage in June quarterly grain stocks reports. Both reports maintain the themes that we have been telling our subscribers that demand is strong and that price highs to date have done nothing to ration or destroy demand. Everyone using corn and soy has been making money, and for those that have not, it was not due to feed costs, the cattle market structure. We would expect to see USDA tighten carryover stocks again in the July 12th WASDE report. They are too conservative on the ethanol crush, and exports have a very significant increase in the USDA projection coming. USDA counted 4.112 billion bushel quarterly corn stocks, 92 million short of the average trade estimate. That confirms strong, unrelenting demand. We think that current corn carryover is sub-1 billion bushel and could stay that way another year. The other theme is that we did not see farmers deviating from March implanting intentions. They didn't. Informa needs to retire its flawed acreage model. The biggest acreage gains were in the Dakotas, and when all is said and done, it will not mean diddly given negative crop prospects there. USDA says that farmers planted 1.56 million acres more to corn than they intended in March at 97.2 million. The trade was looking for a much higher number and had the bearish number built in ahead of the report, then being wrong. Due to the derecho area, Iowa farmers shifted 100,000 acres from corn to soybeans. A lot of Iowa acreage was fixed, forced to rotate to soybeans by the volunteer corn problem, and other areas of the country were either too wet or too dry. They may have planted another 1.56 million acres of corn, but I do not think that they will harvest more acres. I think that there will be significant acreage abandonment due to flood and drought before this season is over. Weather problems are going to dilute planted acres relative to harvested acres. The Northwest Corn Belt is still vulnerable to significant yield losses as the heat returns to this region and the rain-making system drifts to the east where crops were already well watered, sometimes too well watered. Corn acres planted relative to March intentions were up 500,000 in Minnesota, up 300,000 in North Dakota, and up 400,000 in South Dakota. Those three states reportedly try to grow 18.1 million acres collectively of corn. That is 1.2 million additional acres that is directly in the bullseye for the July heat to come back with a poor rain outlook. They will not all be harvested for grain as salad makes seed corn harvested for grain in many places. I wrote about stress degree days in Monday's report. Anything cumulative over 140 SDDs and crop prospects go south. I watched Kelloland TV this morning, and the high temps for Sioux Falls for the next week were all over 86 degrees, adding 14 more stress degree days. What if it really gets hot? This leg up is just getting started. December corn should have $7 price potential. The USDA says that farmers planted 87.6 million acres of soybeans, basically unchanged from March intentions. Some of these soybeans were planted and then replanted a couple of times. Here, too, harvested acres would be less than USDA previously forecast, and the fact that so many of them will have been double-cropped will dilute the yield. Frankly, if the average U.S. soybean yield slips at all, which it is likely to do, the very existence of a 2021 soybean carryover becomes in doubt without severe price rationing. 
USDA forecast quarterly soybean stocks of 767 million bushel. That was 20 below the average trade estimate. That's 20 million bushel less carry-in. If the USDA told the truth, there is no soybean carryover. Whatever we produce this year, China is going to buy them down to pipeline supply. 2021 U.S. corn and soybean crops will do nothing to relieve tightening domestic and global stocks. It is going to take something big in terms of production from Brazil next year at the earliest to do that. Enzo models show La Nina returning, which is not good for production in the Americas. We would expect new highs in August. However, remember, in short crop years, the highs come at harvest. We still own 25% of our 2020 old crop and have nothing forward price for 2021. I'm still sticking to it. I have no idea how much crop that I'll produce. I do not think that people understand either the agronomic threat in the next 60 days or the demand situation that supports this. This is both a supply and demand bull market in many ways, which is unprecedented. China has been buying both new crop corn and soybeans as they set up another steal before clueless U.S. domestic end users get coverage. You've been listening to the Comstock Report. For more information on marketing opportunities, contact us at Comstock.com or call 712-227-1110. For a more complete version of the Comstock Report with hedging strategies and trade recommendations, subscribe on our website at Comstock.com or reach out to one of our risk management specialists about how we can help you protect your profits.